The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. I'm sure that everybody out listening agree that everything you see ain't really how it be. A lot of jokers out running in place, chasing the style. Be a lot going on beneath the empty smile. True. Most cats in my area be loving the hysteria. Synthesized surface conceals. The interior. See, when you do it, the cadence, man, I know that I know that's most as soon as you started. I was like, as soon as you started, but when you, when you do that, that cadence, I can't keep up. That's, that's funny as hell. We're hiding like thieves in the night from life. Illusions of Oasis. Making you look try. What's up, people? This is the shit you might have missed on Flash Black Radio. Bring it in today, who's suffering from too much social interaction this week. T-Rich. To my left is Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett the Third. And coming to us live from somewhere is K Savage in Hermit Mode. I say live from somewhere like you in like witness protection or something. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't know where you are and we can't say where you are, but she's somewhere. <laughs> that is true. She is somewhere. I'm in Northwest DC across the street from the silver, cat a corner to the giant. It's very specific. That is very specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's just get started. Let's do that. This weekend, you ain't got to be trash. You just choose to be. <laughs> there was a little profile on Humans of New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, my motherfucking God. Yes. So for those of you who do not know, Humans of New York is an Instagram slash Facebook thing where they like take pictures of people and have them tell a little blurb about, you know, their story, their lives. Um, this particular fuck boy, I can't even call you a gentleman. This fuck boy who they only showed half his face because I'm like, if you this shitty... Why don't you let everybody see so your ass can be avoided in the future? But no, he wanted anonymity because fuck niggas. He not proud. I'm going to read the whole thing because I don't think it should be. I, I, don't th- I don't think I should just give a synopsis of this. He said, we have five kids together, but she's a Gemini, so she's two-faced. I'm already offended. She bought me a Greyhound ticket and sent me away. Never told me why. Could have been the not working. Could have been the weed smoking. But the worst part is that she threw me on child support. Now I've got a $100,000 lien on my name. It comes off the top of my check. I could work all week and bring home $40. So I'm better off not working. It's bullshit. The government wasn't in bed when I was fucking her. Now they want to control me. I don't believe in their laws. I follow natural law. The law of the ancients. I just have to find a way to disconnect from this social security number. (laughs) I, I, I'm I'm a reserve comment until after y'all go. <laughs> I have questions. Sovereign, sovereign, sovereign citizen, hotep ass motherfucker. I mean, like seriously, we all know how babies are made. So maybe after the first three, you could have stopped coming in there, but you didn't. You know what I'm saying? And so the price that you pay for coming in, bitches, is paying child support. I just want to give a shout out to her for buying your ass a Greyhound ticket and sending you the fuck away. Yeah. Just like, nigga, I don't care where you go from here, from here, from me, from my kids, from my vagina, because you don't want to work. All you want to do is smoke weed. I guess weed is free when you sovereign. Is that what happens? You don't have to pay for weed no more? Okay. So, and because the government, because she took you out, 
she put you on child support because apparently oh, he got, he got you weren't child you weren't paying for these babies that you created. I'm pretty sure the ancients took care of their kids, but whatever. Just complete, complete, hotep, sovereign fuckboy shenanigans. So. My my question is, how to get a hundred thousand behind? Does does it express like does it convey what he what he does or did not do to get five 100? of them? And it's probably been like ten years. So even to get a hundred thousand behind, it's still no job. You know what I'm saying? So you know they had him on the bare minimum. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't. I don't. Okay, that sounds like more than bare minimum. I mean, it's, I'm not justifying his behavior. Just, so, 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 I mean, so, I know somebody so who was twenty thousand on one. Some of them have actually mm-hmm. aged out the system. It's just the lean on his name at this point. Yeah, um, I have a very, very, uh, very strong feeling about child support system, but I also have a stronger feeling about self accountability. And uh, yeah, you can't you can't blame her for uh, not knowing how to pull out. You know what I'm saying this. It's you know, or you know, if you don't want to pull out, just throw a rubber on. There's also that. I mean, there are other options. You not have sex with her. There's, there are plenty of options he could have chosen. So once you get five in, <laughs> once you get two in, <laughs> I'm saying because the first one could be like, ah, oh, shit, I got caught. That happens to a lot of people. But after you get like, yeah, man, I, I don't like. I don't know. Like self accountability is a big uh, issue apparently in this country, and I've I've said it on a number of podcasts. Um, I, I try to be self accountable for what I do, and um, I, I I just don't from that that excerpt that was read. I don't I don't I don't hear or or feel self accountability. It kind of reminded me of the Lauren Hill thing. I don't even remember. She read it. It was a beautifully like written letter. It was eloquent about how she did not feel like. Uh, she should have to pay taxes. And it's it sounding great, but at the end of the day, uh, you know how this country works, and you know that uh, every U.S. citizen is required to pay taxes. And Here's my thing about taxes. We like roads and bridges, right? I'm not, again, I'm not... No, I wasn't capable of I mean, learning on that. I was saying like, it, like it sounds. It sounds. It sounds. What I was saying is, it sounds like you want to be able to take the good shit, but not actually take the shit that you're responsible for. Right, but I feel like people don't seem to understand that, like basic motherfucking infrastructure, sidewalks, street lights, motherfucking. You know what I'm saying? The money to Roads. keep the water system. The gas, the electricity, all of that shit flowing because cities are responsible for a lot of the infrastructure like municipalities are responsible for that. If your municipality hadn't laid, you know what I'm saying, the motherfucking lines for the electricity and the water, you wouldn't live where you live. Or if you did, you wouldn't have electricity or running water. So I, I just feel like people don't seem to understand basic infrastructure and the very motherfuckers that are constantly complaining about potholes are the same motherfuckers who don't want to pay taxes. Well, you know what? You deserve shitty roads because you don't want to pay taxes. I just feel like babies have never been free. Babies require a lot of shit. They do. They require they require all the shit because they don't know how to get shit for themselves. That so is, they require everything. So for you to say like, yeah, I got these five. I made these five humans. And he got thrown on child support. I don't what think I said, should have to take care of him. Because what he was really saying was, I gave her five children. Why ain't she grateful enough to support me? Hmm. I don't know if it was the not working or the <laughs> weed smoke. You don't know? You don't know? So not only do you consume food and electricity and hmm. take up space in this motherfucker and don't contribute anything to it. But then, you know what I'm saying, you got a little extra something, something on the side that costs money. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't. He didn't even sound like he had the courtesy to sell drugs. Hmm. I was thinking that. I was like, like you can at least sell it and then smoke a little bit, although you're not supposed drugs, to get high on your own supply. but. Like, yeah, like, I'm not that I would ever condone that, you know, illegal activity, but you know, they got legal ways of, like, you know, even selling weed, though, if you, like, you know, know what the, the proper protocol is. I'm just saying, you know, it's it's legal in a lot of places. I I don't get any of what he said. 
I don't agree with any of what he said. It's, it's unfortunate. Uh-huh. Uh, because he wanted her to continue to submit while he sat on his ass. The whole idea that he was saying, like, you know, I got thrown on child support and, like, you know, not working or whatever. So, it's basically, you were in a place that you can get thrown out of. So, you weren't actually captain in the ship in the first place. So, But you know how we know he trifling? Because he took the Greyhound ticket. Hmm. Which means you're not even close to your kid. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. I would just rather not work. Because all I'm going to get is $40. So I'd rather not work than pay for these humans I created. You ain't shit ass motherfucker. Now, That's why they should have showed. They should have taken a picture of his whole face as an advertisement of what the fuck not to do. Like, avoid this man. No. 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 All right. So can we uh, use that to kind of segue into... Uh, some issues that I do have with like uh like uh child support and stuff like that? Or is that something we can sure. discuss? Okay, so I, I personally first of all, point <laughs> of clarification. I don't have any kids. All right. So that that's one. Um I have unfortunately seen people, both man and woman, male, female, you know, uh get hit up quite lovely by the child support system so my first concern is like uh, if it comes down to a situation where um the mother and father of the child or children cannot get along the first thing i would want to stress is that the individuals behave like adults i know it's very difficult because a lot of people are in their feelings and whatnot but I feel like it would like be to the the betterment of of the children first and foremost, and it'll actually like help you out in the long run to actually be like civilized human beings. But that being said, I've seen um, scenarios uh, with both men and women um, having to get hit up with child support, where it actually is beyond. Like I mean, we we talked about it, for example, with Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. You know, Blake Griffin is paying like. Uh, Three million a year, something like that, mm-hmm. for for uh, two kids or whatever. Which ten percent of his income proportionate to his salary. I can't even ten percent of his income. Yeah, I, I well, I have a thought on that too. But for me, like that, I, that's less of a concern with me because one, Blake Griffin understands the game and he understands what's out there. And if he doesn't make the moves he's supposed to make, that's on him. Um, what I would say though is for people who don't make nearly that much or whatever, what, people. Who, what makes what do you mean makes him any different? What makes him any different than somebody who doesn't have as much money? You well, I'm more concerned about the people who don't have as much money. That's but what I'm saying. We, but when you come in women, they make babies. And you know what? Just because you don't have as much money doesn't mean that that kid is not as expensive. It still needs to eat. It still needs to have school. I'm not disputing supplies. any of that. You still need to have a, a place to live that's habitable. Mm-mm. I'm not disputing any of that. that. That wasn't even where I was going with that. I'm curious to see where you are going. So my 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 concern is that I've seen instances where like people can take the 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 system and weaponize it to use against the other parent. That's my concern. And that's the thing that I have I have issue with. So I've seen and this is not just in like child support, this is also when it comes to like divorces plan. I've seen it where like men do foul shit to women or women do foul shit to men and somehow they come out on the other end or whatever, and they're just working in like the system. I just, I, I kind of, I kind of have an issue with that aspect of it when it like people when it becomes weaponized. I don't disagree that the child obviously has to be cared for and supply. I mean, uh, provided for. That's not my concern. So uh, my concern is just like how like it's like when you are in a situation where maybe you make forty thousand, and maybe like what they're asking, what they're taking out of your, taking out of your check, is more than what you can like honestly like keep up with because sometimes that does happen it doesn't matter if you're man or woman don't make babies then okay so i i feel like you brought up a couple of issues one you know i'm not even going to get into the the shit slinging that people get into when they are going through a divorce because you have a whole different level of and that's most of the times to be fair that's most of the time where i've seen the child support thing go really 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 wrong you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah um 
I, I got to interject. I feel like it goes wrong in the sense that somebody has been taken to court. But the reality is the formula is the formula. And some of the shit is basic math. And if you ask a lot of women who are getting what many men would think is everything from them, they still scrape them by. So I just. Yeah, I, like I, I, I have no sympathy for a man who's making $40,000 and made babies with a woman who's making $40,000 because. They okay. both made this baby. Okay. It's still going to be 10%. It's not like, I mean, if you're right. struggling to get by, what do you think she's doing? So let me ask you, let me ask you a question. What if it's a man who's making 160 and the woman's making 40, but the man's still hitting the woman over the head for child support? Who has I mean, custody of the kids? The man. Why did the court make that decision? Because it's the court's. And then this is the problem, and, and and that in essence gets to the to the the meat of what I'm talking about. Here's the thing: <laughs> two, two people made. I'm not disputing. Two that people fact. made a baby. Two people made two babies, fact. or two people made five babies. However many people, however many babies these two people made, they are both responsible I for totally the, the care of those children, that child, whatever they created, mm-hmm. and if. You happen to make less than the custodial parent. Shit happens. You still are responsible. You still have to provide. If you were together, you would still be providing for this child. I don't disagree. I'm just saying, like, and and nobody discusses the fact that custodial parents always pay more because the reality is the kid in your house that's making messes, breaking stuff, needing new stuff, all using electricity, washing their ass, eating food. And and nobody has time to say, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, am going to wait for you before I buy a new pair of shoes or a winter coat. If they actually have the resources, they're going to go out and do it regardless of whether or not the, 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 the child support paying parent steps up. And the reality is, again, child support don't never, ever cover the full ex- half of the expense of the child. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, there is no valid argument for child support. Even when it's weaponized, the reality is those two people couldn't get it together and act like mature human beings. And so this is where they've come to. And you chose to have a, a baby with that person. Just like if you get married, you chose to enter into a legal corporation with that person where the state assumed that everything that y'all bought together from that period on was 50-50 split. If you didn't want that obligation, then you shouldn't have got married because you can shack. Hey, my parents were not together. Um my mother never filed child support papers against my father. I don't know why she should have, because he was making much more money than her. But she didn't, and he like barely contributed monetarily to any of my upbringing. Um, and maybe that's why I feel so strongly. I'm not sure, but again, I think personal experience has a yeah. That's fair. I yeah. also feel like if two people created a baby, two people are responsible. I don't disagree. And now, I, there I, are think we, I think we all agree on that. So, And I had a father who paid child support, was extremely resentful of it, but wanted to take credit for all of the good, you know what I'm saying, that my mother put into me all of the time, all of the energy, all of the resources. He would like to claim that as his parenting. But, nigga, you was absent physically and financially, you know what I'm saying? So what the fuck? Which is why I feel like, no. You you should pay. But 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 even aside from my experiences, even if I didn't have this, the reality is two people make a baby. Yep. And I feel like anybody who, you know what I'm saying, has either watched their friends, family members, or had custody of a child themselves, you know that the bulk of the expenses fall on you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if you say you're going to host a party and you offer up your house, even if everybody says they're going to be potluck, you still came out your pocket way more than everybody else. Because what goes into hosting is way more than just showing up with a contribution. That's a very good analogy there. Must have gone you to know, one of them fancy so, schools. So like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a couple fancy schools, but I feel like this is basic economics and math. No, man, I thought it was was very well put. Yeah, that was very good. Sound like you had that one just like saved up on deck just in case people talked about child support. (laughs) Food is the best metaphor ever because everybody eats. That is true. Most people cook or watch a cooking show from time to time. 
Yeah. But I mean, so 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 just based on that alone, I just feel like there's there's never any wins with the child support argument. You know, when it comes to women who, you know, people look at as, oh, she has or or not even when it comes to partners who people look at like, oh, they had nothing. Why should they get all this child support now that they left the relationship? Well, the reality is you should leave. You shouldn't leave a mansion and then go to some slum ass apartment, you know what I'm saying, and have to, you know, have that parent vie for your affections when the reality is material things are so coming into play on that level. So on sometimes, you know, the child support, people look at it like, oh, it's a come up, it's disproportionate. You know, it's not. It's actually because the child needs to be able to have a similar experience in both homes. Okay, so I I think that's kind of like where uh, our our thoughts uh, differ. I mean, I mean, I understand the argument, and I, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's not a, a valid or a salient one. I just uh, um, my my concern, and and again, it's just children are shallow. Their affections can totally be bought. Yeah, I get that, and I've seen it. So I'm not again like what what you all are saying. I'm not disagreeing with. I, I just I just don't like I don't like shady shit. That's really just what it comes down to, and I just I just I just feel like, for example, if we're gonna go to the Blake Griffin thing, because I kind of made made a not kind of I made a Facebook statement on it. I tried to like you know be like thorough my my uh, my assessment of it, whatever. But honestly, not enough words because people are very like polarized on this issue. My concern is that if you're going to say he's going to pay $3 million a year towards that child, I feel like, great, if it's all going towards children. that child. Or children. I'm sorry, in that case, yeah, too, right? Mm-hmm. If it's going all towards those children, that's fine. That's great. My concern is if there was a running tab of how much like actually went to those children, like like how many like annuities were bought, like what type of life insurance policies, what type of uh, like uh, educational like savings I were done. I being funny, you know what I'm saying? Like, huh? He has to be able to live close enough to the same school district that they attend now. Three million dollars with two kids is rent, <laughs> food and electricity and activities. You know what I'm saying? It's utilities, activities and rent and food and clothing for those kids. And she probably still needs to get a job or dip into whatever, you know, little alimony settlement she's getting. Because, again, they got to be able to live close enough to go to the same school district because I'm assuming they're in public school. And even if they're in private school, they got to be close enough so that it's not super inconvenient for her to be able to get there. So three million dollars to be able to maintain her children at the same level that they have now and be in close proximity to their father is nothing. And I think it's also important to point out that before they had babies, she was an athlete. And so a lot of her money-making time has passed because it's not the same when women athletes and men athletes have babies. Men can go make a baby. My, My wife is in labor. Let me go play the Super Bowl. If you are I, a woman, you don't have that option. But it and so that that did put a, a, a kind of a halt to her. I'm not saying that she can't go out and find another job, but I'm saying realistically that did kind of put a dent in her abilities to yeah. make, was she a make her own. she a professional athlete or was she a collegiate yeah, athlete? I think she was a professional athlete. basketball player. Okay, so my, my okay, and so her, and her first her first husband or you know partner was a football who player, had children right? with, mm-hmm. was a football player, and I would like to say he's not nobody. You know what I'm saying? And when these two people got together, had these babies, and then dissolved their relationship, we didn't hear about their shit all up in the tabloids. And you know why? Because my guess is he gave her what she asked for or what he thought she needed, and it was enough. And they went on about their business. And I think the one thing that we don't actually really discuss in these situations is that niggas like Blake Griffin got the same attitude that that dude from Humans of New York was. Instead of actually thinking about the support of their children and their actual health and well-being in totality and what it means for their partner, their former partner, to be able to maintain that in a different location, they're too worried about a come up. You know what I'm saying? But people who are actually concerned about the health and well-being of their kids, we don't hear about this because they are giving exactly what they should be giving, if not more. There's lots of men who don't get taken to child support 
you know what I'm saying, who don't make a lot of money, who are giving what they can, but they give what they can on the regular. They come so, every paycheck or whenever they get it and they hand that cash over and they keep going on about their business. So there are many men who don't end up in this position because they go out and they give what they're supposed to. All right. So let me ask you a question. So did this whole thing leak from Blake Griffin? Like, I don't I don't know where to like. Just, I just I saw it on on Facebook. <laughs> it's a battle. The issue, the, the problem is that they're in litigation. Okay. You know, and, and you are in litigation because you can't come to an agreement. You know, okay. and the reality is if you can't, if you can't say, you know what, we're not going to be together anymore, but I want my kids to be a okay, 100% good. Then this is the way it's going to be. You know, who don't have these problems and he don't have bitches pregnant at the same time. Lil Wayne. Well, I've I've heard different things and I like I'm speculating, but I heard that the the first child has Where's gotten. Your name? I don't know her name. Uh, your name? Okay, but the first child got like a a lot of the the good looks or whatever, and I've heard that there are other women who don't necessarily feel the same. I mean, good looks. He was married to her mother. It doesn't so matter. In addition what do you mean to good well, looks? In, in, in terms of like, in terms of actually like the, the, the treatment and like the um, time and energy and actually like, you know, the, you know, the, like we've seen him on the album, on, on the, on the cover, like source back in the day, Holner as when he was like super, super young. Um, I mean, again, I don't know. It's speculative. I don't know. The, the Blake Griffin thing. I don't, I've just, I just know what I read online. So I don't know the ins and outs of it. I'm looking at it from perhaps an overly practical perspective. And well, perhaps that's my problem. I think people I think are looking at it like $3 million. That's a lot of money. Okay, yes. But when you make $30 million every single year. Yeah, okay. So the 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 the, the two facts that I, I think kind of get lost in the sauce, and I, and I think part of this is going to be he would have to go and reopen this at the time he stops playing basketball. But at some point, he ain't going to be making $30 million a year. That's one. True. Two. Oh, and you know what? He is Can I finish what I'm saying? Hold on a second. Like he's not gonna make thirty million a year, and plus, like taxes are a bitch. Like you know what I'm saying? They say he's making thirty million, but at the real, real talk, if he's fortunate and he has a good accountant, he might be getting away with sixty, fifty to sixty percent of that. Because contractually, like that money, whatever, gets eaten up real fast between lawyers' fees, uh, taxes, et cetera, et cetera. So that changes the scope. And my my biggest thing again, and again, this is just a me thing. I'm just looking at it from the actual needs of the kid. I just look at it like I, I, as a child or as my seeing my nieces and nephews or whatever, you know, and they, they, they live in different locations and all this stuff, whatever, their needs aren't three million. And I, again, I, I think that's overly simplifying it to a certain degree. So I admit that. But at the end of the day, I just, again, I, I look at it from the perspective of like, if it's going all to the kids, then I'd have no issue with it. I just think there are some, and this is not everybody. I'm not saying that this is Blake Griffin, the mother of Blake Griffin's children. I don't know her. I don't know Blake Griffin like that. I don't know what's going on with the kids. I'm just saying that there are some who take situations like this, and that's all the people who get caught up in that. Because again, you said two people make a baby. We don't we don't dispute that. I just my my problem is that some people that is a come up and that's what I have an issue well, because I think it muddies the waters. People weaponize breakups all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, people fight over kids, people fight over dogs, people fight over cats, people fight over, you know, vacation properties and timeshares and all kinds of stuff that they have bought together because they're mad at each other and they mm -hmm. can't figure out how to civil how to have a civil adult conversation about how you're gonna dissolve the situation and try and move on and at least be civil. For, through, through the breakup process and for people who have kids find a way to co-parent but I think that that says more about their emotional maturity than anything and the reality is the legal system is just another tool for them but I mean these are the same people who if there was no legal system would be out burning each other's clothes slashing each other's tires trashing each other's cars so I mean like yes it's trash behavior but I mean the reality is it's trash behavior because it's trash behavior and it seems you know, like sensational because there's money involved and there's large sums when right. there's, you know, rich people, mm -hmm. you know, at play. But I mean, no, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's petty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's petty. Yeah. And I think that we should be looking at a side eye to these men who are in these litigations that are super petty than, you know, we are to these women, because a lot of times it has been trying to hold on to money that quite frankly, you feel like she didn't earn it. But the reality is you spent it when you nut it. 
But look, look. When you put it like that, that's a very that's a very sound way to look at it. But I I think there's there's culpability often on Just both had parties. Had a visual of an orgasm. Yeah, 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 like, like, ching. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a soundboard, that would have definitely come up. Cash register would have definitely gone off on that one. That was good. Uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we're all in agreement though that two people to raise a kid, two people were there when the kid was made. It's actually just a weird, just like. Like side note, I've had like I want to say three different women ask me to father their children, like before I got married. But father their children, like you don't have to do anything. Like like I'll I'll take everything. I was like, nah, that's go away. Just give me your yeah. Semen. That was that was like it's just like I just that didn't feel morally right because I I would have felt like I would have still been obligated to participate in that child's life. Yeah, to make sure you're raising a well-adjusted human being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's people I was cool with. Obviously, they they feel comfortable enough to ask me that. But it's just like for me, that that just like nah, I, nah, just I don't, I don't want, I don't want to live like that. Some people spread their seed like they blowing dandelions in the wind. You know what I'm saying? And some people want to breed humans like people breed dogs. And you know what I'm saying? I personally, you know, feel like we should take more time to think about who we sharing our genes with. But you know, yeah, that's just me. There's a very basic element, I think, of, I, I can't speak for all men, but I think there's a basic element in a lot of us who the idea of like having children, multiple people is not an unappealing idea, but at the end of the day. Yo, that reminds me. So, like a couple weeks ago, I'm sorry. It's all good. I it heard, sounds like it's good when I'm excited. On a couple of weeks ago on the Shade Room on Instagram. So the Shade Room sometimes does this thing where they'll show like four men and they'll be like, you know, uh light skin bay, which one you choosing? Chocolate bay. And I think they did like salt and pepper beard bay or something. And they showed like, you know, the first guy, like, oh, you know, he's four years old, he's an accountant, he lives in Boise. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They get to the Fourth Negro. Uh-oh, he's a Negro. This dude is like, I want to say he's like 47. He was a quote-unquote model slash photographer slash all the Instagram thought jobs. <laughs> he had 22 children. Wowzers. 22. What? 22 12 girls and 10 boys. 22. I was like, woo, child. Mm-mm. I don't even need to look at your picture. I feel like I'm about to get pregnant just looking at your picture here on IG. I don't need those problems, sir. No. I don't even care how many women there are. That's too many, dude. That's too many. That's too many. Twenty. How are you That's supporting 22 children? There. He's not because he's no. got all of those things and he's an Instagram bot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And that's the other side of it. It's just like when you get up to like, like, I don't know how the Duggars do it, for example. They got like 20. They they, they stopped at 20 they before. They don't raise their children. No, they I'm just saying, but they still, she still had to pop them babies out though. This is, just, that's her only job. Just, just, I'm, okay, that's a hell of a job. That's 18 plus years of just being, literally being pregnant. Not even like, 18 years spaced out. She's like, it's like literally the span of time she was probably pregnant. It's like 18 years. That's, she has spent her whole adult life pregnant and it is just depressing. That's just, mm-mm. yeah. I mean, again, so I don't know how to, to me, I just feel like the idea of like seeing yourself in other, like, you know, oh, that's my child right there, blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, like, oh, that's great. And you can, at the end of the day, you still have to be accountable for them. You got to show up for them, like, when they need you. They have birthdays, first steps, uh, you know, they like, you know, graduations and stuff like that. I know because I've been to like a lot of nieces and nephews shit. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Right. You find that to be a huge responsibility as a, just as an uncle, just as an uncle is, 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 is rough. And like, I'm not there every day, but like soccer games and, you know, football games and basketball games and recitals and, yeah, it's See, a lot. I feel like, you know, first of all, I feel like, you know, 
modern parenting has really put a lot of pressure on parents that we need to just kind of like shake off. You know what I'm saying? You know who didn't die because, you know what I'm saying, their parents didn't go to every football or basketball game and practice they had, everybody born before 1980-something. I mean, like, I feel like, you know, I, I, I owe you a ride. I owe you a pickup. I owe you a decompress about your day. But I think that we put a lot of pressure on parents these days that's unnecessary. I'm not walking my 10-year-old to the playground at all. I'm not even entertaining that. And if you won't call child protection services on me, then please, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I need to send a letter out, you know what I'm saying? But the first, before the first day I send them to the playground by themselves so they understand, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't come to me with that bullshit. Like kids need to be able to learn how to regulate themselves. They need to be able to learn how to take risks. You know what I'm saying? And part of the reason why a lot of the people don't like all of these kids from the participation trophy generation is not because they got participation trophies, but because we never exposed them to any real risk. They weren't allowed to go outside. They were super scheduled activities. Everything was monitored. I mean, you know, they'll never have a Goonies moment. <laughs> nope. And I feel like my whole childhood was a Goonies moment. Last mm-hmm. well, kids, man. Yeah. I mean, it would just be days like, I spent many, many days with with my grandmother, and you know, you you get that you get to go in the house like once, maybe twice. Yeah, you can't be going in and out. You then you just outside all yeah. day. You just locked out there. Choice. You got to find in and out. Did you have a grandma that would send you to the store for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Not cigarette snuff. A little bit of liquor. Snuff. The, snuff. Like, oh, snuff. Tobacco. Right. See, like, I feel like kids these days don't have that experience. And <laughs> I mean, like, they're just missing out on it. You know what I'm saying? There's something about being able to go to the store, buy a pack of cigarettes, a 22 beer, you know what I'm saying? And bring the change, bring most of the change because you get to, you know, treat keep yourself. a quarter. Yeah. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you would keep a quarter. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I, We're not talking my, about now. My, my, my grandma was generous. Oh, okay. Okay, high money. Shit. I could take like three dollars. Oh no. Nah. Oh nah. You you that. good right there. No, nah, that's right. the problem. Yeah. But you know what? I love food. That was the only thing I ever spent my money on was food. So I can dig it. But also like where I grew up, everybody everybody knew my grandmother, everybody knew my mother. And knew everybody they knew them me. problems too. And so wherever I was, somebody always knew where I was. And if I was right. where I wasn't supposed to be. By the time I got back where I was supposed to be, somebody already so knew. I, I was already the, yeah. the, the jig was up. I was yeah. already in trouble. And that's the other right. thing because it, it, it's like uh, like Chrissy could go to the store for cigarettes because they knew who her grandmother was, mm-hmm. and they didn't want those problems. Because if she had to come up to get those cigarettes or whatever, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a whole thing that they didn't want to have to deal with. So they didn't know it. it's easier to deal with the cops than deal with this girl's grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and give you these cigarettes. <laughs> You know, you know the deal. Put them in this brown paper bag. Go about your business. Don't tell nobody. Now, this, this was like 1980, 1990-something. Motherfuckers didn't flinch. You know what I'm saying? It was like... Oh, oh, I know it was 90. I thought you were a little bit younger than that. Okay. Yeah, that's a little different. I thought we were I was, like... I was, no, I was probably like seven or eight, nine. That's not 90 then. Uh, no, I said 80, 90. 80, 90. 80s. This is the 80s, the 90s. Uh, Mid-80s. No, I don't... <laughs> I don't do this mad Mid late eighties. That we're going with. This is mad. <laughs> I'm old. I'm, I am forty, so I ain't got no problem with that. I'm forty plus. Okay, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna let that one go. I'm just gonna. I made a fancy institution comment earlier. Whatever. We're just gonna go skate by that one right there. We're just gonna leave leave past that one. But, I don't remember how many years I've been out of high school because it's more than twenty. That's fair. This is true. So I, I, what I was going to say, though, because you were, you were saying the trophy generation is we were having a conversation before we went uh, into the, the show today. And I was actually having a co- conversation with a coworker of mine about the whole idea. Um, okay, so the conversation started uh, with my coworker. He has a nephew, and he said he would actually have given him more, you know, shit if his nephew wasn't, like, sensitive. And he didn't want to, like, you know, clown his nephew or whatever. But his nephew was basically saying that, um, he got this computer and the monitor that came with it wasn't to the standard that he would have liked. And he was just saying like, yo, when I was younger, I was, you know, I had a computer, but like, you know, it wasn't nothing like super fancy. And I was like, yo, when I was a kid, man, like, you know, I wasn't walking around with $350 headphones. I didn't have a cell phone. Like back in the day, you know what I'm saying? For me, and I know I'm dating myself, but like it, pagers were equivalent to what cell phones would be now. 
And like, you know, the line that I always heard from like the generation of my parents and the generation of my grandparents was only people who have pages are doctors and drug dealers. That was that was the line. So it was just like the idea of this generation, part of what I think the disconnect is, is there's a lot of like expectation for fancy shit, but like in like the, the expectation for it, but not actually having to actually do anything to get it. It's just it's supposed to be there. You're just supposed to get it just because. Only kids who get it just because the problem is a lot to a lot of kids, more kids than I think have in the past get it just because. And a lot of parents will go out of their way to give their kids stuff because they don't want them to quote unquote feel left out. I don't even know what that means. I, I think it's also they don't want their kids to not like them. I think there are a lot of parents who want to be their, their kids' friends more than they want to be parents. Oh, I'm totally prepared to be unliked until like they're 30. At least. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about that either. <clears throat> There's but. a, you might, I, I don't know if either of you heard about this. There's a lady in Philly who runs a soul food restaurant or something. She was on Instagram because she did like a whole Black Panther or some shit prom with her kid with camels and sand and Because they're camels and in Wakanda. I don't know, but she had a whole bunch Read of a shit. Comic book lady. And like, Rolls Royces and uh-huh. she uh the problem though. Well, that, none of that was the problem? No. Okay. That was not the problem. All right. Not at face value. The problem is she was getting um disability. Oh. And she put all of that on the internets. Mm, and so she was saying, I can't work. And so then when they saw these pictures, they started going through her Instagram a little more. Oh, they stayed looking for stuff like and that. And they got her like in this kitchen, like stirring up big pots of food after she said she can't stand, she can't move, she can't work, she can't do anything. So yeah. now the government is like, on themselves, I man. need you to run me that coin, all that coin that we gave you. Yeah, we're going to need all of that back. Hey, man, she, get, she got what she deserves. I have no sympathy for that. <laughs> oh, I don't either. But when you're talking about like being friends with your child and like feel like why why does your why does your kid need all of that for the prom? I don't. I, I just I just think it's I think it's just different, and I think that goes back to like what Christy was saying about when we were talking about before the show started, like the the trophy, like the participation. Um, my, my, my baby brother, who you know very well, T. Rich. I know him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in a league. Uh, where you play basketball, everybody had to have the same amount of playing time. And you could not cheer when someone made a play. You could not boo when someone made a play. So it's just like like people do something, you just had to be quiet and just sit there. What? I, I mean, I didn't hear to that because I'm me. Uh, I was I was very loud. You know, I'm I would tell my kid on the first day when they read them rules, I'm sorry, you're not going to be in this league with your friends. This is dumb. This is not how life works. Yeah, but I mean that's 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 kind of how we building them now though. We we building our kids up for mediocrity and wondering why they can't handle shit. Transition and segue to this weekend. Uh I can't say this is definitively what caused it, but I don't think it's not a contributing factor. Uh but there's a uh I can't even call him a young man, but there was an individual who thought it prudent because he lost in a video game competition playing Madden in a tournament. That was being streamed live because he lost, I believe, in the fourth round. Uh, I'm not sure. He decided he wanted to shoot people, and he did. He shot and killed two people, wounded between seven and twelve more before he killed himself over video game, losing in a video game. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's a video game, like. You're going to lose in a video game at some point. That's the way video games work. You're going to lose in something. But that's that the way life works. Yeah, where, particularly video games. That is probably where he derived his identity. It's probably how, you know, he was able to feel masculine. And the reality is that right there, all of that, that's toxic masculinity at play. You know what I'm saying? That is, it, it's a public health concern. You know, because something about losing was too much for him. And then not only that, but like they mad, they got all this rage. So it's not just let me kill a whole bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? It's kill myself. But it's because the suicide itself is performative. But my whole question is, why are you going to a video game trying to live with a gun? Like, like, like to me, because I, I don't think that, that there had to be some type of if you won, were you going to kill people? Like if you got the 25 stacks, were you going to kill people? 
No, but he probably knew he wasn't going to win. Well, he had won last year, so he was good enough to play. You don't just get in those tournaments just getting them. So, like, if he was in there, he probably had to go through some type of ranking system to even be involved because all that stuff is online now. It's actually money to be made. People play video games professionally. So they give he, out scholarships to gamers. Yeah, in college now. So. Yeah, yeah. But like he won last year in the Buffalo Invitational, uh, so he was capable in playing the game. He got to the fourth round, so he he was capable of playing the game. The whole point is like like why are you going? It's like the same idea. Like why the fuck are you going to the club with a gun? I don't get that. Because you can. It's just like, if you're going to the club to actually have fun, then why do you need a gun? Because you're not going to the club to have fun. You're actually going to kill yourself. You're going to look for problems. Right. It's just that you would like to take a lot of people out with you. Because, again, it's it's, it's performative. It's, it's, It's wanting to be... I mean, look. To understand mass suicide, just go back to Columbine. They wanted to be famous. That's why I think when people walk into places and start shooting up, we should not publish their names. We should not publicize their manifestos. We should not talk about whether or not they hated women because that's what they wrote about. Well, what we should be talking about is their domestic violence record. Yeah, I feel like that's the challenge. I'm not disagreeing with you. I feel like that's the challenge. I mean, because I don't remember the dude's name. I mean, I, I know I heard it, but I don't remember his name. It's not like I feel like obligated to look it up. I just know the event happened. It happened in Jacksonville, Florida. But I, I, mean, I think but that's they're, they're on usually the, tied together. Yeah, I think I think it's on the media to like you know take that stance, and the media to some, me. Some police departments are refusing to release names now because they feel they 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 are starting to understand that the media frenzy surrounding the aftermath is part of what the shooter is going for and they do not want to give these people any more oxygen um it's it's almost like the same thing you know as the antifa like we can't give them any room because you know what i'm saying it just continues to spread just kind of piggybacking off of that a little bit it's been going on for i don't know how long it's been for a couple weeks maybe a month um this young lady in iowa molly tibbetts who went missing and they found her remains, I think, like last week. Was this one who was murdered by her husband? Mm-mm. No. It's hard she, to keep up. It, that's the problem. Yeah. She was, um, she was actually oh, this is one that's murdered by, by a, uh, uh, I think he was a Mexican-American. I don't know. He was of brown. Some, he was yeah. a brown person. They said he was an immigrant. They, they said that on the news. That's how they phrased it. Right. Brown and not born here. Yeah. The problem, though, is this all ties into what you were saying, Christy, about the toxic masculinity, even though a lot of the focus that people are wanting to point to is that, you know, he's he's an immigrant. He shouldn't be here. This is why we should build walls, why we should keep people out. But his telling of the his retelling of the account is that he saw her. He followed her. He wanted to engage her in some sort of conversation. She said no. She said she was going to call the police because he was like following her. And then he blacked out and woke up with her dead body in the car. Well, he was so enraged at rejection that he don't even remember what he did. That's his story. That's that's, that's his, his story. retelling, right? Yeah. There was. Um, is this an opinion? I wanted to pull it up because I wanted to say exactly what it was. Um, even if that's just his story, the fact that he thinks that that is actually a valid nice. story. That rejection would trigger such rage that he would not for, that he would not remember what he did. There was an article today in the Washington Post. Um, the title of it is "The Perils of Being a Woman Who's Just Asking to Be Left Alone," and the author recounts several stories of um, people that she knows, and I think like some accounts from various news outlets of women who. Just minding their business, because a lot of times that's what we're doing. Just minding our damn business. Told a couple stories on this on this podcast. Yes, and you know, some some man wants your attention, and if you, it's it's always this balance of like, okay, how do you reject this person? And there's no good way to reject someone who's gonna be an ass. Um, one of the things she says. Hold on. 
a man was on the subway. Um, he asked her friend. He was making some advances towards her friend. She said no. He then said, um, I'm going to fuck you up, you fat bitch. There was a, a story on The Root or Very Smart Brothers last week. Um, and the title of it was, This is How... This is what it looks like when a woman unravels. This woman's talking about how she's walking down by the Baltimore Harbor. She's got her headphones on. This kind of young guy, she said, it looks like he's maybe about 15 or 16. He's walking beside her. She looks at him because he's like, you You can tell in your periphery if someone is like, mm-hmm. you know, looking, trying to engage you. And she said she saw his lips moving but couldn't hear him. So then she took out her, her headphones and he said, do you suck dick? <laughs> and she was like... What? She's like, you know, go away from here. And his response was, don't make me take you behind a tree and rape you. And, you know, she was going, the the rest of the article was her having like this mental debate of, you know, we're in this very public place. I'm a black person. He's a black person. You know, do I walk up to the police? Do I like put his life in danger? Do I minimize my own life being in danger? And just like these mental gymnasts, where can I go? What can I pick up? What if he actually tries to move? How big is he? Can I take him? Can I not take him? And it was just like this mind thing that goes when you're a woman and you're out. And I know I do it. I I look at people. It's like, okay, I don't know. Do you have ill intent? It's just all of these mental gymnastics you're going through just in trying to move throughout life, doing your 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 daily living, going to get coffee or going to work or going to, you know, the post office. And, you know, some woman was saying how she, you know, God was like, you should smile. And she didn't. And he like grabbed her crotch. Like all these amazingly fucked up stories of just the toxicity that has overcome men these days. But in the Molly Tibbetts story, they don't want to focus on that. It's just like, he's an immigrant. He shouldn't be here. He's a brown person. Well, because that fits into an already predefined narrative, and that's easy. Like, I mean, what I, I find to be pretty common in media, be it the traditional uh i would say print probably follows this less although it's still guilty of it i'm sure to a to a large extent but what i find to be pretty common with regard to uh television journalism and also sports casting sports anchoring um once somebody comes out with a narrative the popular thing to do is either to parrot what they're saying or to be in direct opposition to what's being said you know, um, there was a, this is going to sound com- completely weird, but hopefully it ties in. But um, I remember having like a, a, a bit of a debate with my stepfather years ago um, about Serena Williams. It's going to sound weird, but about Serena Williams and like, yo, Serena Williams is really good, blah, blah, blah. She's better than Venus. And at that time, the popular opinion was that Venus was better because that's what everybody said. There was no actual looking at the two of them play and saying, hey, I looked at her play. I'm looking at Serena. I've seen both of them play, and this is what it is. And it's like it's easier to just say, "Okay, this is the narrative. We'll go with that." So right now, immigrants and the wall and immigration, all of that is something that people can easily latch onto. And whatever your position is, either for or against, it's easier to just frame anything, no matter what it is, and put it in that little barrel and just like you know, swish it around, and there you go. And unfortunately, that's where we are. So. Um, I'm assuming that the person who wrote that article was probably a man, one. No. No? Shit. See, I was wrong. Mm-mm. It happens. Uh, it was a man? No, it wasn't a man. It was, it was a, like, what, how else would I be wrong in my assumption? I was already, I was already wrong on the first one. Mm-hmm. So a white woman. Okay. Well, I was going to say a white man. but So the one who wrote the Washington Post that article makes sense is too, a though. white woman. That the makes sense, though, other too. other article is a, a black woman. Yeah. So that that makes sense in that, unfortunately... Um, as you can see in the movie Black Klansman or just in life, um, often when it comes to the bullshit, um, sometimes white women are guilty of very much propping up the bullshit. 
uh, in support of the thing that oppresses them. That'd be an accurate statement or. Missy Ann needs somebody to exert power over. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. If you're a piece of property, the only way you can have any real power is, you know what I'm saying, to lord the little bit of power you have over property that's considered less than. Yep. So, yeah, ending on a bright note. (laughs) (laughs) Are we? Okay. It's just to see where this goes. No, it's a, no. We're not ending on a bright note. We're not. Shit. Damn. No. I thought we were gonna like no, no sunshine. No. You no, know, the lightest part was when you brought in the show. I know. Damn. I know. It's been a heavy week. Every week's a heavy week. Shit, we didn't even talk about McCain passing. Oh, McCain's yeah. dead. Um. Also. <laughs> he is. Oh, and and come on now, Aretha Franklin. Why ain't you got a will? Yeah. No, that's actually when when I read that. I want to immediately go and start talking on the podcast, but I was like, we gotta wait till next week. Uh, yeah, that's the whole thing about legacy. And she got four sons. Oh, she yeah, four surviving One sons. With special needs. So that's unfortunate. And she knew she was passing away because she was in hospice, and they said she was losing and coherent up to twenty four hours before she passed. The lawyer didn't already said, "Look, I done begged her for a long time." I believe it. Some people don't like to. Some people don't. It's just Prince the idea. I can understand Prince a little bit more just because he's a witness and witnesses kind of do things differently from what I understand than just how we look at things. Well, and he's he the one supposed to do overdose. surgery and, and, and drugs either. Like, you know. Exactly. He didn't expect to overdose in the elevator. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Even if he didn't, I'm just saying, like, I just, yeah. But like, will and trust. Uh, maybe we need to have a, I, I, I think I'm going to do a podcast on that very soon, on having a will and trust. I think it's important. What was your thing? Hmm? What's our final topic? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't have one. That was it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say, shout out to Serena Williams for saying, you know what, French Open? Fuck you. I don't care about your dress code restrictions because I wasn't going to wear the same shit anyway. So how about that? I'm confused what happened. So, so last ahead. year, yeah. um, Serena Williams, that was the, at, at the French Open, she wore the, the black cat suit. Body suit, yeah. Body suit oh, situation because right. yeah. she was having blood clots, right? Right. Um, so it's compression, so it helped her circulation right. while she performed. So this right. year, the the French Open said um, we will be instituting a dress code for the French Open this year because we want people to respect the game. Now I don't know if it's going to be as restrictive as Wimbledon. Wimbledon, everybody has to wear all white. Damn, um, that's exactly what that shit said. You like quoted that shit. Very good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't like a kind of like what they said. That's what they. That's what they wrote. Okay. Um, and Serena, um, shout out to Nike, who was like, "Look, you can take the, you, you can take the one. warrior out of her. Was it warrior? It was something like you can take the warrior out of her outfit, but you can't take the." To take something about her being worried. I'm sorry. I'm fucking it up. I can't get it right. Um, I'm going to get it before we get, get out of here, though. Um, so Serena came out and said, you know, hey, it's fine, guys. Calm down. Because, you know, when you're in fashion, you don't wear the same thing how about year that? after year that, anyway. That's kind of how so. it works. When you when you set in trends, you don't wear the same thing you wore before. I mean, only person who does that is Tiffany Haddish. Shout out to Tiffany Haddish. She's like, so um, yeah, I would also we'll be like fine. To follow up with um, hello, excuse me. This is a workplace, both Wimbledon and the French Open, and both of them with their socialized healthcare systems and trying to be all fraternity and galate, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You actually not gonna tell her if she come with her doctor's note that she can't wear her white cat suit. So next. They said Nike said, You can take the superhero out of her costume, but you can never take away her superpowers. You know, these tennis folks, they stay coming for Serena. They always just trying to find a way. And Venus, but it's it's easier to like focus on Serena. Showing up randomly to her house all the time for drug tests. Oh yeah, drug drug testing. She's Mm -hmm. drug testing more than any other like uh, athlete, male or man or woman. (laughs) Well, you know, I said male. So uh, yeah, so she was unbothered. And shout out to you, Serena. Right, because we've been emancipated. On that note. 
We also are going to be emancipated. Indeed. And we are going to go wrap this one up. Signing off today is T. Rich. To my left is... Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III. Signing off from Northwest Washington across the street from the giant caddy corner to the sil- silver diner. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Hey, Savage. Your recall is fucking crazy, yo. It is. I wish people would remember that more that's, often. That's a crazy story, Takia. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, unless you're listening on some obscure shit, then yeah, yeah. we're probably not there. But you can let us know what it is if we're not there. Um, remember to share us with friends. And if you can, like, upvote or like or some shit, yeah, do that appreciate too. appreciate all that. Um, radio.com. Yep. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the Instagrams. The Twitters. Yeah, all the that. Twitters. I don't. Plural, I don't actually. Actually, yeah. I don't Twitter. Yeah. I don't tweet. Yeah, Flashback Radio and Flashback News. Oh. So yeah, check us out. Come back next week. Remember, love yourselves, love each other. <laughs> I feel like Russell Simmons, Steve must stay woke. <laughs> okay, gotta say it. I do. It's like masturbate and have sex. That's a good one. That's what it is. Yeah. Love yourselves and love each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. All right. Go with it. I thought everybody picked that up. No? No. No. Just remember, it takes two people to have a baby. (laughs) But only one to get you off. Boom.